I am your host, Justin Yance. This is episode 32. And we're going to be, this is the wrestling show. So let's just get that out of the way. It will be all wrestling, nothing else. So we're going to talk about AEW. We're going to talk about WWE. We're going to talk about the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, New Japan, and the new main event made at Wrestle Kingdom 15. The AEW came was announced and Zelina Vega. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Let's start with AEW. So we we have the aftermath of full gear, and we found out the most important thing that we found out on this episode is that John Moxley versus Kenny Omega will not be at um, the next pay-per-view, uh, which I believe is called Revolution. Instead, it will be called be at the December 2nd Dynamite. And a lot of us believe that possibly that is where the title change is going to happen. This will be the first time we've ever seen the world title in AEW change hands on television. So that should be a spectacle and a sight to see. Now the other thing that happened, we had the bunkhouse brawl and we had the return of none other than Pac or Pac, whichever one you want to say. No one can give me a true uh, correct term on which is correct. So, let's start with how the show started. Brian Cage faced Matt Seidel. They had a nice little back and forth match. It was a kind of a quick match, nice TV match, and um, Cage won. Um, after the match, they cut a promo on everybody, and they said that the revolution will be televised. Uh, Cody Rhodes made his entrance. Uh, he congratulated Darby Allen. He talked about a bunch of stuff, and then we had a tall bodybuilder woman by the name of Jade Cargill. She came in and cut a promo on Cody saying that he's not man enough and this and that, and he can't, she's all the package and everything there. And then she said that there's one person that he hasn't faced, a giant, and she mentioned the name Shaq. And the announcers quickly said Shaquille O'Neal which I thought this was a strange way to introduce Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, come on, really? This is how you're going to do it? But I guess this is how they want to do it. Then Brandy Rhodes came out and cut a promo on uh, Jade Cargill. I'm going to be honest with you, I hated this. <laughs> I, I, I know some people liked it, but I just felt it was so out of left field. I did not like this. I applaud the efforts, but I just feel this was not what people want to see. So uh, Cody was distracted. Uh, Cage came back in, laid them out, and um, Will Hobbs came in, and even the odds. I just, no. This is not what I want. Um, Alex Marvez interviewed John Moxley. Uh, he said he's beaten Omega once, but beating him twice is another story. So we're all set for December 2nd Dynamite, which was going, which is being billed as the biggest match in Dynamite history, rightfully so. They haven't run through this match. This is new. I can't wait. I think this is where we get the title change. 
it's going to be amazing. So we have, um, next we have the Bunkhouse Brawl match, which was uh, Natural Nightmares, which is Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall versus The Butcher and the Blade with Allie and starting to warm up to the butcher and the blade they're starting to like kind of I'm, I'm starting to like what they're doing i think they're gonna be great um the natural nightmares defeated the butcher and the blade um this was a good bloody match fight all over the place they um uh everyone in the match was wearing jeans there were props around the stage i thought this was great i thought this was good i liked it um matt hardy cut a promo on sammy guevara this was good and then we had the MJF Inner Circle induction ceremony, which was great. MJF is just a terrific talent. He so just exudes charisma and and he he just commands your attention. I, I love what he does. And he stole a he read a promo a, a poem, excuse me, a poem, and then they said that that was taken from Drake's All Me, and he acted like he hadn't done that. He also said that it took him so long to get here. You know, he only was he only had a million dollars inheritance. It's really funny the way he did it. It's so good. Um, Santana and Ortiz don't kind of like um, MJF, but Jericho said, "Look, I picked him. It's on me if he doesn't work out." Um, so that's what happened. Uh, Alex Marvez got an apology from the Young Bucks. Uh, the Young Bucks are going to take on a tag team next week. Uh, Sean Spears defeated Scorpio Sky. This was an okay match. I didn't really care that much about it, but it was good. Uh, Dashrick Gonzalez uh, caught up with Kenny Omega. and He was talking on the phone with somebody. Who he was talking to, we don't know. He said that Moxley has never defeated him officially, and that's true. The match that John Moxley defeated Kenny Omega was non-sanctioned, so it didn't count on any of the records. So therefore, they're both they're both O and O. So I think Omega's going to get the win here, though. Um, I know I keep saying that, but I really want to see that. Uh, Tay Conti defeated uh, Red Velvet. Uh, I didn't really care that much about this match. Um, then they had a thing with MJF in the inner circle backstage, and Sammy Guevara said that you guys told me you guys were at the beach, and he was like, no, 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 you know, I sent you another text. And um, so he sent them all, he gave all the inner circle, he said they're going to Vegas, and so next week we're going to have the inner circle in Vegas, which should be um, entertaining comedy, hopefully not so far left comedy, like um, the, you know, dinner debonair or whatever thing it was, but it looks like Sammy Guevara is going to be turning uh, face, which I think that's kind of why he got beat so bad with uh, Matt Hardy, and it's time. He he can be a face. He's good, um, but I think they're going to build to that. It's not coming yet, but it's coming. Um, the best friends, Sabian and Miro Angle from Full Gear, they announced that Kip Sabian will face Orange Cassidy next week and then our main event was Penta L Zero Mido defeated uh Ray Phoenix. Um and then um it looked like it looked like um Kingston kicked out Ray Phoenix of the uh the group. And then the music hit and it was Pac or Pac and he said those are his words. I'm not trying to curse. I'm just telling you what has been said. He said the bastard is back and the visuals came out to prevent the brawl, and it was um, Pac, you know, trying to get after um, 
after Kingston. So that looks like what they're building towards. And I think next week, Pack versus The Blade. So we're going to get those two things. And uh, Kony Khan sent out a thing and said the balance of power is going to switch. And he said, but they said this is going to take us into 2021. So I think this is going to be over weeks. I liked it. I thought this was a good show. I thought this was really, you got a little bit of everything here. And it was completely different from anything WWE does. So, um, but the big news is John Moxley versus Kenny Omega, which I cannot wait. Um, Kenny Omega didn't really have the greatest 2020, but as you can see, he's gotten better and better each time. So to cap it off with him winning the world title would be really cool. And then uh, maybe Okada in uh, 2021. So all in all, really good stuff. And when we come back, I will talk about WWE. WWE, well, the big news that happened is um, we may have gotten a potential WrestleMania match. So let's start with Raw. I didn't really watch it because I thought it was awful, but some things came out of here. So I'll talk a little bit about what I did see and what I've read. So here we are. Next week's Raw, though, is going to be uh, Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. That should be interesting. And the New Day are defending the titles against Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander of the Hurt Business. So that should be interesting. Uh, the big takeaways of Raw were McIntyre won the six-man tag with the New Day over Orton, Miz, and Morrison. Orton didn't get involved in the match. Um, I guess he didn't. Uh, Matt Riddle qualified for Team Raw. Bray Wyatt was not on the show. Uh, yeah, it was quite bad. Uh, they had missed TV. Um, and Orton came out and they said, you know, I wouldn't attack you. We're going after the tag titles. I saw that and I didn't care. Matt Riddle defeated uh, Elias and Jeff Hardy. So he's qualified. Uh, Shayna Baszler defeated Lana and she went through a table, I believe, again. Who cares? Uh, Team Raw had a meeting. This is stupid. I don't like it and I don't care. Uh, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle defeated Braun Strowman and Sheamus with referee AJ Styles. And um, I don't know. It just was dumb. Uh, Bobby Lashley defeated Titus O'Neil to retain the U.S. Championship like anyone thought. Titus O'Neil was beating Bobby Lashley. Oscar defeated Nia Jax via disqualification. Who cares? Kira Tozawa defeated R-Truth in some stupid 24-7 match that I could care less than Mustafa Ali defeated Ricochet. Wow, who cares? And then there was the six-man, and uh, Miz tried to sneak attack, but McIntyre gave him a spine buster and hit Morrison with a headbutt. McIntyre followed up with a Claymore kick for the pinfall win, and McIntyre taunted Orton as they went off the stage. So uh, Orton didn't really... Um, Orton didn't get into, involved in the match at all, and basically Miz just got killed by Drew McIntyre. So that's uh, raw. But the big news is that Drew will be facing uh, Orton next week, so I may watch that. That sounds kind of good. Moving on to SmackDown. SmackDown was highlighted by uh, Roman Reigns cutting a promo in the ring, and then Drew McIntyre came out, and they had a little face-to-face, -face. 
And that seems to be the big takeaway are uh, Drew and Roman. Is that the WrestleMania match? So I thought this was kind of good. I didn't, I didn't mind this. Uh, Roman said that his guy, Jay, is going to win team, beat Team Raw. So it was a nice little, you know, in some ways bragging rights, which used to be a pay-per-view that no one really cares about. Um, the other takeaway here was um, Sasha Banks defeated Bailey in her first. Uh, oh yeah, that that happened last week. Um, okay, so um, then uh, when Drew came out, um, Jay came in and he started talking, and afterwards. Um, Roman reprimanded him in the back, saying, "You don't ever get in my vault in my business. I didn't ask you to be involved in my business." He's, he's kind of angry with him, and Rain said he's the one who's in charge, and so promised to take care of, um, of uh, of Drew. So they had the Intercontinental Championship match that was next. Sami Zayn defeated Apollo Cruz. Sami Zayn's great. Uh, Sasha Banks segment, which ended with, um, I think, Carmella coming out. Otis defeated uh, Dolph Ziggler. Rey Mysterio defeated Seth Rollins in a match that I could care less about because I hate this feud. Liv Morgan defeated the newly, um, look, newly person, new person, uh, Chelsea Green, Italian, Dabina. Dabina could maybe be in the, um, the Uso and Roman Reigns group. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeated Jay Uso. It looked like he was going to... Jay was going to win. Um, Roman came out and said, make him understand, but he lost, and they had a stare down. So it looks like they, we could be getting either either Drew defeats Roman uh, uh, Randy and faces Roman at Survivor Series, or that may be the match, the destination for WrestleMania, Drew McIntyre versus uh, Roman Reigns, which could be good with this new... Uh, Roman Reigns, although I think, uh, you know, we could maybe still get The Rock, too. Um, this Rey Mysterio thing, the mask, where he still has no eye, is really dumb. Uh, I don't know why they ever did that, but they did. So, that was the big news there, and uh, like I said, Roman Reigns continues to just impress. He, When uh, Drew McIntyre was out there, he said, look, no one knows who you are. I'm here. I mean, I love the confidence he, he exudes. He's great. So, that was basically Raw and SmackDown. And when we come back, oh, and um, on NXT, they had um, they had Gargano lose the title to a guy who, I don't even know his name, <laughs> which I just thought was dumb. They've kind of prostituted the title now. Now, NXT is just becoming... Just like other, every other championship, let's just treat it like a hot potato. So, uh, oh, and uh, yeah, they had, um, yeah, nothing else really happened. Yeah, Leon Ruff defeated Johnny Gargano. This was just dumb. Uh, so that's about, that's WWE. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about New Japan and the Wrestling Observer. And Zelina Vega, and we're going to end with the AEW game. So, stay tuned. New 
Japan. We found out the main event for Wrestle Kingdom 15, and it is going to be, apparently, Naito wants to face Kota Ibushi anyway. And he said if he doesn't do that, he'll quit or something or complain to management. So it's going to be Kota Ibushi versus Naito. And Jay White said he is taking off the fourth, and he is only fighting on the fifth. So it looks like Jay White will face the winner of that. So they could have Kota Ibushi defeat Naito and then go on to Jay White and uh, lose to Jay White. Or they could have Jay White lose to lose and Kota Ibushi wins. And there's, there's a lot of nice little uh, scenarios here. I love New Japan because they set up these like things where you just don't know where it's going. It's New Japan. So Naito could defeat Kota Ibushi and uh, Naito could defeat uh, Jay White and it could be Naito's night. We could have Naito defeat Kota Ibushi, and then Jay White wins. So many different scenarios and possibilities. Only thing I'm afraid of is Kota Ibushi and Naito might kill each other in the ring, and there may not be nothing left for Jay White. But it should be good. I'm excited. Oh, and Will Ospreay is facing Okada. That will be awesome. That is going to be great. I can't wait to see Wrestle Kingdom 15 which I, I love all the Wrestle Kingdom, so why wouldn't I like this one? So let's make sure, I want to make sure that I haven't forgotten any other matches that we have. Let's see here. Ah, we got one more match. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Here we are. Um, no, wait, no, those are the matches. We have three matches. So we have Naito versus Kota Ibushi. Both belts are on the line against um and then we have kazuchika okada versus will osprey and then on night two jay white versus the winner of naito and Kabushi. so good stuff all around i'm excited i can't wait i can't wait to see where they go and hopefully aew new japan will have a partnership soon and we just don't know it yet so let's move on. Uh, the Wrestling Observer had their uh, inductees. I don't want to talk too much about it because, you know, that's their thing. But Kenny Omega has been inducted into the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, and they have a nice criteria. It's not like the WWE Hall of Fame where you don't know how they pick them. Dave has laid it out, how, how it's picked, and it, it's great. So we have Kenny Omega going in. We have Mediso. Medico Asinio, uh, uh, Karloff Lagarde, Dan Koloff, and June Akiyama. hope I'm pronouncing all those names. So, good little class we got there. Now, the other thing that happened to this week, and it happened on Friday, Selena Vega has been released by the WWE. And right before she was released, she put up a thing that said she was in favor of unionization in the professional wrestling business well right after that she was released now they said the release had nothing to do with each other but I think they do I think what happened is she doesn't want to give up her OnlyFans account which she makes a lot of money from with uh, cosplaying certain characters and I don't think she wants to give up her twitch I think she has a twitch as well um, so I think she asked for a release and she was granted it. So Tia Trinidad Budgen has been released, also known as Zelina Vega. And her husband, Alistair Black, still works there. So I got to believe Alistair Black is 
it's only a matter of time before he leaves as well. But the funny thing that happened after this is the SAG-AFTRA, uh, one of the SAG-AFTRA people um, said that they support her the unions and she got a lot of support from Maria Canellas. So I think now that we know that Biden has won, he his secretary of labor is going to hopefully will be someone that is friends with Andrew Yang. And Andrew Yang said he's going to make it his man. He's led. I haven't he put up a tweet that I haven't forgotten about you, Vince McMahon. So Vince doing this has really, you know, he's driven the line here and he wants to have this fight. So we're going to have this fight. And uh, I think a lot of I think this is going to lead to the unionization of professional wrestling or at least um, the independent contract clause being taken away from WWE and they're having to call them employees and pay them like employees because they treat them like employees. It's been a long time coming and it's here and Vince has no one to blame but himself for this. This is what happens when you don't follow the rules and you don't treat people. He wants to be considered of legitimate business but he wants to um, skirt on issues like this like uh, independent contractor even though he tells them where to go. That's an employee. You need to pay him like employees. So that's what's going on. Zelina Vega may be the strike, may be the match, the, the lighting of the match that sets this whole thing ablaze because things are about to get interesting in unionization and I'm excited. So those are the things that happened. So New Japan, can't wait for that. Can't wait for Wrestle Kingdom 15. Selena Vega maybe has uh, lit the spark that will lead to the fight that I don't think WWE can win. And uh, the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. We have, the, we have the five inductees. So that's it. And we're going to end with the AEW game. The moment we have been waiting. I can't believe it's here, but it's here. We got the, there was a tweet that said the AEW game would have a press conference on Tuesday at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And it did not disappoint. So it started off with Kenny Omega. He was dressed as Steve Jobs. And he was saying how, you know, people have been looking for something here. And then he showed this fake game that they did. And then he said, listen, we've got um, a lot of you fans have been wanting something different. So we've been listening to you. And uh, you said you wanted something more like No Mercy. Cut to a video of something that looks like something straight out of WWF No, Mer no Mercy. At the time, it was called WWF No Mercy. And that's called like the holy grail of video games. For all us, if you don't play video games, this is the game. This is the game everybody has wanted to see resurrected, and I think we've got it. But it didn't stop there. So then Aubrey Edwards introduced another game. She introduced the AEW Elite General Manager game, which is going to be a general manager uh, game, you know, sort of taking the general manager thing that they've done uh, there, and so you can create your roster and, you know, probably make the matches and probably even say who loses, wins and loses, something WWE would never let us do. They would never let us decide the wins and losses. They always wanted to pretend like this was real, which was always insulting to me. 
Um, then we had uh, Britt Baker come out, and we ended with Cody Rhodes. Then they all dressed like Steve Jobs. So we had like four Steve Jobs out there. And they introduced another game, AEW uh, Casino Double or Nothing, and this will be like a mobile game. So great games all around. But the cherry on top of all of this was when Kenny Omega came out and he said, you wanted somebody from oh, No Mercy. So we tracked down the Akia, AKI developer, and he showed us that they have gotten Getasan, uh, Hideyuki Iwashida. I don't know, he didn't pronounce his name, so he just called him Getasan. And he is the director. He was the director of No Mercy. And he will be heading up the development of the AEW console game which will be done by Ukes, who which was also uh, did many of the uh, WWE games until 2019 that I think they parted ways. So, or 2018, I think was the last game, but it was called 2000 WWE 2K19 at the time. So, Gettison will be heading up the development. So the guy who created No Mercy is going, or headed up the development and made sure that, you know, everything we liked about No Mercy. This is the guy who's responsible for it. He is leading this game. So this game should be out of this world. I have been waiting for a wrestling game to come along where I didn't get bored in two, two weeks. All the SmackDown games have just bored me in two weeks. They've had the same animation, the same things. It's just been frustrating. It's like, why don't you just take No Mercy? You have the perfect game, and here it is. So we have it now. But it's with AEW, and I'm so excited because this is going to be the game of games. This is an excuse to buy a console. I'm sorry. This is of the new consoles. This, this is the game. This is the excitement. I, I cannot wait to play this game. Now, I think we're a year out from actual release, but I think it'll be great. I hope they put a cage match in there. I hope they put in some of these new things that uh, what would be really cool is to really be, uh, like a develop a match type because AEW likes to do different match types. They don't just stick to one. So I'd like to see ladder match. I'd like to see the steel cage match. I'd like to see some like new matches like they've done. Um, I'd like to see the backstage stuff. I, I just can't wait. I, I mean, Kenny Omega really outdid themselves. They said they were going to try and get Akia developer, and they did. They got him. I think this is going to be just off the page. Um, from the clip, we saw only Kenny Omega versus uh, Chris Jericho. One of the things I liked, they kind of exaggerated him, but, you know, they didn't, um, it wasn't like what WWE SmackDown always had to do, is always give them a six-pack and always look like this. I mean, it looked like Jericho. Uh, who turned 50 this week, by the way. Congratulations and happy birthday, Chris Jericho. Um, so, I'm just so excited. I, I can't, I'm, I'm like, this brings a smile to my face. This is what I want to see. And hopefully this will make WWE start getting up off their butts and start working on a, a new game, on a better game. Because Battlegrounds is not going to do it. So this is the game. This is what we have wanted for almost 20 years. Yeah, the last uh, No Mercy came out in 2000. So it's been 
20 years. Uh, the last game that we had anything close to that was Def Jam Vendetta. They kind of took a lot of um, stuff from No Mercy. Uh, WWE, the closest thing would have been the Day of Reckoning series, but it wasn't the same thing. It wasn't even close. It was Ukes' other thing. So this is exciting. So we've got Ukes and we got the No Mercy developer making sure that they make this No Mercy-like. So I cannot wait. Uh, Gatasan, thank you so much. AEW, thank you so much. My friend Charles Delarose said that this um, this was the best thing AEW has ever done. I can't really uh, dispute that. That may be true. So I'm just um, I'm just over the I'm, I'm just over the moon. I cannot wait to play this game. This is going to be. They listened to their fans and they gave us something that we want. So that's about it on uh, that. We just have to wait and see. But I cannot wait to play this game. Uh, I don't even know if it has a title yet. I guess it would be called AEW Dynamite, maybe. AEW, something like that. So All Elite Wrestling really just, they, they don't disappoint. And I don't think they're going to disappoint with their uh, changing in the guard thing that they've tweeted. He wouldn't put it out there if there wasn't something uh, to that. So a lot of good things. Um, Omega probably winning the title at the, <laughs> at the beginning, um, toward the end of the year. And I can't wait. This is great. So that about does it for me. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. And I will see you next time on the DMF.